JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. It is JB and the Mantis on Triple M. Oh, not this again. You're still the Mantis, Jules. No? <sighs> it's the new official name after you were declared a man-eating monster uh, late last week. But we are joined. I'm very excited about this, Jules. We're going to have a new drive show starting 4 o'clock today. I know. The Rush Hour, AB and Elliot, they're driving us home this afternoon from 4, and we cannot wait to hear them. Uh, Elliot is here with us this morning. Hello. G'day, Cobber. I appreciate that. I appreciate <laughs> I just, I mean, you sucked me in with the Mantis. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, you're Bit curious to know about, about the Mantis. You just, There's a few on the go, is there, Jules? Just, just be careful. She's, uh, <laughs> she'll get you. She'll get you, mate. It's, uh, they're not on the go anymore. They were on the go until they went on a date oh, and yes. they go missing. Well, Elliot's oh. luckily engaged, so he has no problem about that. I'm also fat. You don't want me, but the men are Bundy are in danger. Yeah, they are. It's, it's, it's a hazard. It's a hazardous <sighs> time yeah. to be alive. Now, uh, tell us about yourself, mate. We're about to do a show uh, that yep. goes across Queensland. It's going to yep. be a drive show. We'll get it here in Bundaberg. Yep. Our essence of the show here on the JV and Jules Recce show is if Bundy give a shit, gives a shit, we do yep. too. What's your essence of the show? Can we expect? Yeah, I, I mean, I think you put it in a slightly less politically correct term than I was going to, so I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest thing is is when you hear uh, big syndicated drive shows, um, you can tell a lot of the time people are sitting in Sydney or Melbourne, which is not the case. You know, it's for regional Queensland, this show, right? So I, I would hope that if regional Queenslanders care about it, then they're going to give uh, what you said about this show. I bleeped we, it. We, Don't worry, I bleeped we, it. <laughs> Which I think, <laughs> I think is such an important thing because I mean I'm a radio listener too, right? And 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 I grew up listening to all kinds of shows, and and I've lived right through regional Queensland, and and yeah, I, I want to make these sure, sure these discussions, be they surrounding NRL, whatever it could be, matter as much to to Bundaberg as they could to Mackay. Yeah, we love the sound of that. Uh, what makes you the biggest regional Queenslander fan? I mean, I haven't worn closed-in shoes in about four years. So <laughs> it's a good start. It's a good and start. Well, yeah. you've been in uh, tropical far north Queensland right, of yep. Cairns, so it's pretty Queenslander up there, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I kind of look forward to spending a little bit time further south to avoid the crocodiles and everything else that goes, <laughs> with, to be honest with you. Um, but, yeah, you know, we spent a lot of time up here, and, and I think that's where the love of regional Queensland sort of lives for me. And, and Bundy's got a special place in my heart. Uh, a couple of my aunties still live there. Uh, my grandfather, who's the only person in my family who ever achieved anything, uh, he's a very famous rugby league caller called George Burnett Lovejoy. And he uh, he swore to the day he died that the Burnett River had something to do with our family. I think he was telling porkies, but we're going to claim it forever. <laughs> but that's that's the claim, that it had something <laughs> to do some, so He somewhere. said, yeah, yeah. No, it was named after our, fam- our family. He said, no, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I'll never know. And, and hopefully you guys can maybe help us find that out one day. Yeah, well, well maybe we can put it to the That's to the it. Show. Let's put it to the test. Let's, uh, I guess, skill you yeah. up on a bit of Bundy knowledge. We'll start with a yep. bit of a, I guess, a base level now. Elliot, we're going to ask you some questions about your Bundy knowledge. Yeah, oh, so, so, Elliot, we figured that uh, you're going to be on here in Bundy. We need to yep. test the education. We need to make sure that you, uh, you're across everything, all right? Yep. So you're going to get a score at the end, and mm. then maybe we can retest in a couple months and uh, <laughs> see, if you've, see if you've improved <laughs> from what I imagine could be bad. Are you oh, ready? Let's go, let's go. All right, yeah. let's do it. All right, question number one, Elliot. How many drinks can you get in a Calcium Moon taste testing? You're a piece of work. It's quite obviously six. Quite obviously, okay, pretty bad. He was confident, though. I like that he charged in with a guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's not the answer. 
The answer yeah. is in fact two. Mm. Of course, that was my next. And, <laughs> and they've made our good three friends at Kalki Moon look like they're tight because they're not giving enough free samples. <laughs> what so, are hey, you shout doing? out Kalki Moon, best in the business. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question two, Elliot. What percentage of Australia's fruit and veg is grown in the Bundaberg region? Ah, uh, Mantis strikes again. Uh, <laughs> 12. Point 12. Yep. Would you believe? 25%. That was my next. So he's two times 12 plus one, 25. Exactly. Let's go. You're two pretty good. Two. All right, he's blown going. away. Let's get going. All right. How many Maccas are there in Bundy? More than two and less than five. <laughs> well, you're dead right. There's four. You can't do that. If we include there's Childers. No Absolutely. That, That's what I was about to say. It's either been three or four, and so he's done pretty damn good. All I right. Give it to him. Well done. Three for three. What is the most popular flavour of Bundaberg brewed drink soft drink? It would have to be the ginger beer because the sarsaparilla is good, but the ginger beer is the OG. He's nailed it. He's on fire. Yeah. He's pretty <laughs> Bundy, isn't he? All right, last question for you, Elliot. How many teams are there in the Aussie Bundy Big Bash Cricket League? Four. <laughs> He's nailed it. He's a he cheated. Oh. He got on the Facebook page. He's a freaking. I don't think they even have that on the Facebook page. They don't share oh, too much info on this. Oh, we'll have to retest you in a month and see if we get those first two right. I reckon you'd want to start with beginners luck. I'd claim that. Mm. I was going to say, let's never do that again. Well, yeah, let's right. test AB. Yeah, what if we test your co-host AB in yeah, a month's sucks. time get and it. then and then we see who's the more Bundy because you've done pretty well. I mean, you've got a decision to make on AB, uh, and I know the way Bundy's set up with Rugby League. She's a huge Broncos nut. So if you are, you're going to love her. If you're not, then you're off her. <laughs> oh, we're off her. <laughs> Jules is like, I'm Victorian. <laughs> I can't relate. The uh, Mantis well, the, doesn't care. The Mantis, she, <laughs> Mantis. She's, she hasn't, Guys, she's ruthless. Guys, please stop. She's I ruthless. can't wait. <laughs> hey, we're going to bring our team down to Bundy right throughout the year, so I'll make sure there's a few single men as part of that team, and, you know, the Mantis can eat away. Well, you don't have to book and return flights, so that'll save a bit <laughs> of money. Just put me in a cage, all right? <laughs> <laughs> well, good idea. Oh, you can here in this afternoon, Thanks, Elliot Lovejoy is alongside AB for the Rush Hour. It's designed right here for regional Queensland. You'll hear him from 4pm. Good on you, mate. Cheers, legends. Thank you. It is JB and the Mantis on Triple M. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Now, Jules, yesterday you walked into our little office space and uh, and you found me in a different state <laughs> to normal. You were lying spread out on the floor and I just was a little bit shocked, a little bit confused. Instead of asking, are you okay? What did I do? I took a photo of you and I put it up on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Yep. Asking the question, (laughs) why do you think JB is laying on the ground in the office like this? Which led to a series of comments, um, some of which are pretty Entertaining. (laughs) Most of which are pretty damn entertaining. So... Get this. So you've posted the photo and said, all right, why is JB on the floor like this? Uh, the comments, some include the aircon's not working, mm. Netflix binge session, fuel yep. prices. Some even saying he just got his COVID booster. A um, lot of people said that. Kalki Moon Distilling and Brewing Company said, we know. Like, we know. What do they know? They, I think they're assuming that I got on the gins. Uh, <laughs> on a Tuesday. Jason's comment was invaded by Putin. Oh, <laughs> Is that correct? There were plenty. No, I can say it's uh, Luke said too much KFC. Pretty much, pretty close. Yes. Uh, plenty of people just saying it's the fuel prices. Well, that seems like a fair. That guess. seems like why you'd end up laying on the ground, just uh, in despair. Another person said Colonel Mustard with the candlestick in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Are we playing Cluedo, guys? <laughs> Did anyone get it correct though? Why you were lying on the floor? Because I do actually know the the answer. After no. I took the photo, I asked you. Nobody did get it correct. The reason I was laying on the floor is there was a very serious meeting happening in the front room 
Uh, Steph, our promo manager, was focused talking to the bosses, and so I decided to stand up on the desk and stare at her in a bit of a squat <laughs> until she spotted me. <laughs> and when she spotted me, she tried to like yell out, like, Oi, everyone, look what Jamie's doing. So I jumped on the floor and hid. And, and, and stayed and was there. For hide, a bit. Hiding. And then I stayed there for like 10 seconds and. In you came, in the photo came. But uh, Lord knows no one have guessed that. Funnily enough, I went to fill my car up later in the day and ended up the exact same position again. So we'll give you a correct tick for those people. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. Do you play your AFL footy game against Across the Waves? Uh, yep. So oh. You're part of the Brothers Bulldogs, but it was I a special am. game on the weekend. We were fundraising for Gimpy, yeah. Gimpy Cats. The Gimpy Cats, they lost their clubhouse, a lot of their equipment, and uh, yeah. the footy club doing it tough. So across the waves and Brothers Bulldogs played their Sugartown showdown. Yeah, not ra- game. And raised some money. So you were the six o'clock game. How's the crowd? It was pretty good crowd, to be honest. Yeah? Yeah. Um, a few people I recognised in the crowd, some local business owners. Unfortunately, they were supporting the wrong side across the waves. <laughs> you come across some Hello. people and you're, you're like, I don't even know you. <laughs> you don't even go for my team. Yep. Um, how did you just go? Um, look, the scoreboard did not represent oh, uh, right. the you... effort that was put in. That uh, sounds we... like something a loser would say. We did, in fact, lose 78 to 0 oh. at the Frank Coulthard Oval. Um, oh, it was... they kicked your ass, didn't I they? I mean, they are the top of the table. They are the reigning premiers, the Eagles. They were very confident and unfortunately we couldn't get over the line. Um, you couldn't even get on the line. You couldn't even get near. The, line, the line's aged. So. I did take a mark, a contested mark, which was very exciting. Oh, that's good. But um, no, unfortunately, we did manage to keep them to a goal in the second quarter, so that was that was good and apparently not a lot of teams have been able to keep them under 100, so under 80. We'll take that as a win. We were singing the horses in the change room like like we had one, which was very confusing for the crowd. You know they had to sing in the change room after you get your ass kicked 70, was 70 Six-nil. But hey, it was all for a good cause, and uh, there was raffles. There was money towards the canteen yeah. that helped out Gimpy. Well, that's the big thing. I'm curious as well. How much money was raised? Yes, yeah, so 750 bucks goes straight to help out yeah. the Gimpy cats. That's awesome. Big congrats to everyone involved in that one. They're different, but they're ours. <laughs> JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Pop quiz, Jules. Paul Simon, which UO did he come from? Simon and Garfunkel. Congratulations. You're, off. you're a winner already. You're a winner already. <laughs> Thank but you. I don't think you're going to continue on this winning form because it is time oh, no. for the ultimate Who is that Batman quiz? Oh, yeah. There have been so many Batmans throughout the years, and the most controversial currently on the screen is Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. He's out there. Some, a lot of saying he's doing well. It's the role he was born to play, some uh, apparently. I don't mind him. He's, he was in Harry Potter and uh, then Twilight and Batman. He's got the bum chin. He's got... <laughs> It's all going on. Um, but there's been plenty over the years. Ben Affleck was a recent one. Yeah. My favourite of all time Christian is Bale. Christian Bale. I love those movies so much. But um, to a lot of people listening, I'd say Michael Keaton's probably up there with, with one of the most popular. Yeah. It was a while ago, though. Keaton's a good one. Well, between 89 and 92, he was the uh, he was the go-getter. But there's been plenty. Um, have you seen Adam West? No. So, oh, Adam West. He is he was, a looker? No. Uh, <laughs> You should see his Batman outfit from back in the day. It is absolutely wonderful. But I wanted to 
do a bit of a quiz, Jules. And yep. what what's going to happen here is you've got the list of the all-time Batmans over the years. All and, the actors that have played Batman. And keep those names in mind if you're playing along in your car. What I'm going to do is play a snippet from a movie, mm-hmm. and your job is to tell me which actor it is, which Batman actor it is. And this is going to be even harder for me because I have not seen the Batman movies. And that's not a surprise to any, anyone at all. Uh, but let's have a listen to the first snippet. Don't kill me, man! I'm not going to kill you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. Batman, Batman. Oh, it sounds a bit more recent, I would say. Does it? Okay. Or you could be throwing me off, though. Maybe. What do you? Could it be Will Arnett? Will Arnett? Yes. It's, did he act as a Batman? Yes, he did. When? He was uh, the Lego Batman. Maybe they're just like, <laughs> you throw me off and <laughs> put the Lego Batman movie oh, from 2014 or 2017. Just have another guess. It's not a Lego no? Batman. Just get rid of the Lego okay. ones. He's not a Lego Batman. Mm, I'm going to go Christian Bale. Christian Bale, you're saying so. Number one, you're saying Bale. All mm. right. All right. Are you ready for number two? Okay. Mischievous badger, you won't get away with this. Is that you? Number two. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a, it's, it's not you. Who do you You're think? not doing that with no, music who's underneath. The Batman? Uh, I think that's George Clooney. Clooney. Mm. All right, so you're looking at number two. I can hear his voice. Clooney against yep. the mischievous badger. All right, let's go to the third one. Tell me where the trailer is. Then. You have my permission to die. That was terrifying. Yeah, who are you looking at? I feel like that could be Ben Affleck. Affleck. Yeah, right. just just getting the aggression out. All right, so straight off the bat, number three, who you locked in, Ben Affleck, was Christian Bale. Oh, damn it. Uh, number one, who you said was Christian Bale. <laughs> ben was, Affleck? Was Keaton. Oh, no. And number two, who you said was George you? Clooney. It was, in fact, me. (laughs) Mischievous badger, you won't get away with this. Yes, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, I'm up for the next one if Robin Pattinson falls on his face. See ya. (laughs) Subscribe now and stay up to date. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Had a big one. Had a big weekend. I can tell your voice is a little husky. What are you talking about? I'm fine. (laughs) I'm fine. I'm fine. Will this have anything to do with your footy trip to Kingaroy? Look, she was a big 24 hours. Uh, I've joined the Across the Waves Tigers, have done uh, two football trainings in the last three years, and then strapped on the boots for a big game against Kingaroy on Saturday. Now, the big question is, you got through... Did you win? I got through, uh, and yeah, also Foose called me to play in the A-grade squad. I have no idea why. I said to him, I'm playing Reggie's, hey? He's like, no, nah, no, nah, we'll bring you up in oh, A-grade. Oh, you would have loved that. What a compliment. Oh, it's, I guess so. It's, he had more faith in me than I have in me, but played A-grade, and we got the win. I think it was 40, 40 points to 10 or something. Oh, lovely. Against the Kingaroy Red Ants. It was a cracking game, and um, yeah, we played pretty well. Uh, I See, it's tricky because you don't want to – you don't want to gloat about what you did in the game because what happens is the team will then go, <laughs> nah, you're having a brag, and then I'll have to buy everyone a carton of beer. So I, I mean, that's say, win-win. I can't say too much about what, I ha- what happened, but I will say this much okay. about the weekend. We ended up back at uh, the local pub where we're all staying. Oh, you don't say. And it ended up about 3.30 in the morning <laughs> with myself doing a live interview with Foose in front of about 10 other blokes. Hang on, a live interview? We're we weren't a, on radio right then. N- no, we were just doing it in front of them. You're <laughs> Pretending that you're right there on radio. We're just doing a live conducted 
professional interview. After how <laughs> many uh, three, cheeky lemonades? Oh, more than I care to remember. But uh, <laughs> we'll make it through the show. I just want to say thank you to all the across the ways uh, to the town of Kingaroy. I'd like to say sorry, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll soldier on. But uh, I think we might have to change our slogan. So it's good times and greatest hits. Yep. After how I was feeling yesterday. <laughs> It's rough times and greatest hits on Triple M. <laughs> that was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. Now, last week I brought a story that not only shocked us here in the studio, but I dare say shocked the whole world. Oh, yeah. It was, um, yeah, because the show goes right across the whole world via the app if, you, if you're looking for us in Just a story the Antarctic. from 1919 right here in Bundaberg. A story that I am absolutely gobsmacked actually happened. It turns out that a man came to Jinjin Court and he turned himself in for being an alien. Yeah, so what year was this again? 1919. So in the year 1919, a man in Jinjin pled guilty to mm. being an alien. He was charged with being an alien, mm. but he pled guilty, which it blew our minds. I said, like, he knew he was an alien too. <laughs> <laughs> he was, you can't make these stories up. Yeah, I just couldn't believe A real story published by the Bundaberg Newsmail in 1919. The man's name was Lariavit Tolskanokwa. Tolskanokwa, the alien. That, that's it. That's clearly the sign that he was an alien. He failed to register himself under the War Precautions Act. Now, we were laughing about it. We even brought it up yesterday when we do our segment Bundaberg in print, and we take a new news story uh, from this book, this archives. And it turns out there's been more information come to light. Okay, so we are under the impression at this point that there was an alien, mm. or in 1919 they thought that he was an alien. And the guy's like, okay, and you found me. And the guy said, me. you know what, you're right, I'm an alien. So what, what, I'll pay the price. What new info have we got? Well, Sharon has reached out to us on our Facebook page, Bundy's 93.1 Triple M. Yeah. And she has said, good morning, JV and Jules. I'm not sure if you're aware, but back in the 40s, being known as an alien meant that you were just an immigrant. Oh, really? Okay, so... Oh, okay. So maybe this even dates back to the 1910s. Turns out during the World War, you had to declare your alien status due to national security at the time, and she knows this because her husband was also the editor of the Newsmail for a time. Well, there you go. does sound like an excuse an alien would say, though. <laughs> but I tell you what, we are all in trouble because uh, unless we're Indigenous... We're all going to have to register our alien status. Yeah, I think I'm about one quarter alien at the moment. Oh, no. I didn't realise. Get registering, folks. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? I think I'm about to lose some friends, some media friends at the Newsmail. Why is that? Um, Because they have put out a search for a certain title in Bundaberg, like they do the Bundy's favourite cat, Bundy's favourite dog, cutest, yes. Bundy's, yeah, I get it. I know the list. Yes, and usually I agree with them. Best park, yes, park's weak at the moment. But this one, I'm not so sure about. Why? What have they done wrong? They're searching on Facebook for Bundaberg's cutest summer baby. Cutest summer baby, that's... Very specific. It is very specific. So... You can only have a baby that's born in summer, I assume? Okay, so between the months, it has to be born within January, those February, times March? to make the... Wait, no, that's not the... summer. December, January, February. Yeah, there you go. You got there. Uh, so, <laughs> Jules' baby would have been lost. <laughs> nah, sorry, this is actually <laughs> an autumn baby. Get it out they of here. They want you to nominate your baby with a photo, full name, birth date, not born in March, and reason why your little one deserves the title. So, you have to give it a reason as well. Yes. I hope that there's not parents, like, posting photos of their babies and, like, 
writing in the comment like on behalf of the baby. Do you mm. know how parents do that sometimes? Um, yeah, it's kind of cute it's from their point ju- of no, view. No, it's not. They it's don't not about- know the kid's point of view. It's there just thinking mm. about boob milk and <laughs> and a dirty nappy. It doesn't know. And then the parents are deciding. And what if it was born like just only a couple of days ago and they're no. trying to get a fresh photo out of them? And they It's not a summer baby. To be honest, they don't look the cutest, you know, right? I mean, every baby is cute, but I don't know. It's, it's a very specific search, right? Yeah. Look, what you're going to do is, <laughs> are they going to pick a winner? Because then I assume there's so. just going to be every other parent that isn't the winner. Because every, yes. per- every parent thinks their baby is the cutest baby. I've never had a friend of mine go... Oh, look, my baby's a bit ugly, even yes. though I've looked at their baby and you gone. You can't say it. Ba- one but of my friends, are, mate, their kid was ugly. But, what uh, are but they now I've got do? friends who actually do have a cute baby. But are they going to have like the titles, like summer, autumn, winter, and spring babies, and then they're going to fight <laughs> off into the championships <laughs> like and then a, decide who it I'm is in 2022? I'm Miss Universe. They work well, it down to get the ultimate cute baby. I know who is definitely not going to win it. Uh, Mandy. She has posted her baby, Bert Gary Harold. Born on the 20th of Jan, this cutie takes her breath away and she attached a photo of what looks like Mr. Bean uh, photoshopped onto a baby's body. That is a horrible thing to say about this woman's baby. Why would you say it looks like Mr. Bean? It is definitely Mr. Bean. How dare you? That is so rude. That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple M Bundy or subscribe here to get all the best bits.